and welcome to the Roasted Games Podcast, everybody. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Bill Price. And you may notice something different about the audio quality of tonight's episode. <laughs> we are doing an experiment tonight, and we are recording our episode from our game night. Live Just from game live night. Live from game night, because Bill and I thought, you know what? It's too easy to hear us talk. Let's <laughs> add some ambient noise. So uh, we hope this comes through, and we're excited for this episode. We're going to be talking about games played, as usual, but we're also going to be grabbing uh, some of our friends that are come to, come to our game night, yanking them over the air, out of the fun stuff, forcing them to talk to us for a few minutes at a time, so you guys can kind of get to know them, get to meet them, get a sense of what our game group is, and hopefully uh, hopefully that's interesting to you, because it sounds interesting to us. So Yeah, and what we're kind of, one thing we're kind of trying to do is carry over from our previous episode that uh, talked about how to build a successful game group and maybe in some of these questions that we're asking uh, you can kind of get a feel for you know some additional things some what it takes to build this kind of group together and um, kind of find out what we, we want to find out what brings these people in week after week you know what what made them take a chance on us what what keeps them coming back, taking more chances on us, eventually assuming that at some point they'll start having fun. Um, <laughs> and we want to know when they think they're going to start having fun. Have they started having so, fun yet? So this, this is, is going to be uh, educational for everybody. Yeah. Yes. They're kind of an enigma to us, some of, <laughs> some of them. Yeah. We're happy they're here, but we want to know more. Yes. So anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But let's start with uh, where we usually start. Just to ease, let's ease ourselves into this situation so no one's awkward, no one's I like weird. easy, yeah. <laughs> let's jump right into, of course, what we've been playing. All right. Uh, I will kick it off. Uh, my buddy Larry and I, uh, and you'll meet Larry here in a few minutes, uh, we played, oddly enough, a two-player game of Dead of Winter, which does not seem, right off the bat, like a two-player game. Uh, I've never played it two-player and uh, was willing to, to try this experiment out, and it was exceptional. Uh, we played a different scenario than the intro scenario, and uh, we had six rounds to accomplish our goal, and we accomplished it at the very last move of the very last round. So it was super tight, super tense. Uh, we were both on top of our game. And both of us agreed it was probably one of the best games of Dead of Winter we've ever played. And we both played Dead of Winter several times. And as long-time listeners, well, even short-time listeners know that I really, really like Dead of Winter. It's one of my favorite uh, co-op slash semi-co-op games. And it was great. So if, uh, if it's just you and a buddy and you're like, I wish I could play Dead of Winter, you can. <laughs> Hey, friend, you can. You can do whatever you set your mind to. <laughs> exactly. And you'll have a good time. So um, he actually, the last time we played, we played with five of us. Uh, and Kaz actually played with us. It was when we introduced Kaz to it. Um, and Larry did not. He kind of got a little disenfranchised in that particular uh, experience. And he kept getting up and wandering around and then coming back to <laughs> take his turn. That's a good sign for Larry that Larry's <laughs> not engaged. <laughs> uh, real good. He has massive ADD. Um, not to offend any ADD listeners because I myself was on Ritalin oh, yeah. for an exceptionally long period of time. Longer than we have. Probably a large part of our listener base was, yes. I'm imagining. I was so, as well. So much love for all of us. But, um, yes, him in particular, if he gets up and starts wandering around while you're in the middle of a game, it's a problem. 
Uh, so, but he was totally focused on this one, and it really drew him in. And so, if you're back and forth on whether this will work, it does in fact work. Well, right. another game that we both played or were part of a playthrough of is a uh, very large game called Vindica Vindication. It is a uh, very funny, uh, unintentionally so, but it made us laugh. The premise is like, you are just a piece of garbage human being. So yes. much so that karma has caught up to you. You've been in a shipwreck. And not not even a shipwreck. You were thrown oh, off was, your boat. Oh, was it? For treachery. It says kicked off your oh, ship. Oh, I thought it was just like treachery. karma or something. No, like the people hated you so much because you're <laughs> such a piece That's of even crap worse. douchebag. That's even better. And it's so bad that the random bag you pull tiles from in this thing is called the scumbag, <laughs> right? Which you are a dirty, rotten scumbag piece of crap. You're just a pile of, of garbage yeah. human being. You're literally the worst on the totem pole. And you wreck on this island, you get, you wash up on this island after apparently being thrown overboard for not flushing the toilet, I guess. I yeah. don't know, whatever, something horrible. Along with a whole do. bunch of other people who are also such human yeah. garbage that they got thrown apparently overboard. Apparently this was like a cruise for horrible people in the 1700s. <laughs> and... They took an opportunity to, then when you were all together, to throw a few of you overboard and make the world a better place. But, haha, strokes on them because you didn't die. You washed up on this island. So you all wash up on this island and different areas and different beaches. And there are people that live on this island, and each, each player encounters someone. They have someone that, at the beginning of the game, um, is it's basically a companion. You can get more of them throughout the game, but you get one initially. They find you. Everybody they take gets you. a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the, your Friday. <laughs> your Friday with superpowers or abilities. And so through the course of the game, the whole point of the game is to basically redeem yourself as a person, potentially. You don't have to become a, a pure person or a better person in the game, but it's kind of pushing you that way. It's part of the theme. It helps. It, it makes helps you, a lot. It, it yeah. makes the game a lot easier if it makes you, you make powerful. that transition. Yeah. To, uh, yeah, to... Uh, <laughs> to vindicate... What do they call it? When you, uh, you, when you say no you, to your past... Selves um, or, I don't know. When you just oh. you're redeemed, you redeem yourself. Yeah. That's, um, they should have called this game Redemption. They should have. But I'm pretty sure that's game. already a game. So they're like, how about Vindication? Okay. I Close guess. enough. They said. Yeah. Because when you exactly make sense, when Shut you're up, vindicated is when you make your change. And I air quoted vindicated in case you couldn't Maybe see. Maybe it would be vindicated if the story text was as you're thrown overboard. It says, "I'll show you guys. I'll become a better person." <laughs> and you splash, and they're like, "He'll never do it." <laughs> I was vindicated. <laughs> and then at the end yes. of the game, you come back and be like, "Ha ha!" When you're vindicated, you flip your stuff over, and you're like, "You're a pure person, and now you can do more superpowered shit." <laughs> and so. It's, uh, so to describe the game a little bit, uh, it's got a very cool, it's a, it's a bunch of hexes that are not explored yet. So when you get to the island, you start at the beach in different areas. You find a companion or a companion finds you, and that's someone where you start with. And they each are kind of aligned with a certain type of power within the game. And that kind of helps you, if you want to, you can go heavy towards that power strategy. Or you can ignore it and just use them uh, for whatever ability they have that lets you do stuff. But as you explore these hexes, when you move, you, ex you reveal locations on the map. And that, that mechanism is so cool because I really like the, it, it's basically a modular board that you create as you play. Yeah, it, and it was it, so cool of a feeling to feel that, like your strategy developed through that. Yeah, it sort of feels like Wasteland Express to me. And mm -hmm. I, I, nobody else seemed to really jive no, with I that. I got what you were saying when you mentioned that, but yeah. But it, it's kind of like you could end up with two tile locations 
that are close to each other. And if you go to the other side of the island, you really don't have access to those things. Yeah. But then, so which makes it a totally different game than if they were on opposite parts of the island. You'd have a little more options as far as that strategy goes. So you your strategy is really not just determined by your Friday that happens to find you, but it, it also has a lot to do with the the exploration and the way that yeah. the map starts to lay out and you're like, okay, I see things that kind of group together, things that far apart, uh, different strategies sort of open up. And this is a game I don't think we can get into all the little details. I mean, obviously we're going to Kaz will continue on here, but this uh, just like this is a big game. This yeah. is a big, grandiose two and a half hour plus game. Yeah, especially with max players. Um, but spoiler alert: I absolutely loved it. So I'll let uh, it, was, it was great. On. It was really fun. It uh, yeah, it definitely was one of those ones where I even watched the video for this one, and I was still like, wait, how does that? We were all that, floored how that, that Kaz <laughs> watched the video. I know, I floored something. myself. <laughs> I floored myself when I watched the video, but <laughs> like what? I uh, look on check Instagram. I posted some Instagram pictures of this game when we played it uh, a couple weeks ago. So uh, definitely check that out uh, if you want to get an idea of, of sort of what it what it looks like. This was definitely honey roasted for both of us. Yeah. I, I feel comfortable saying that for for Kaz. So it's uh, again, it's Vindication. Check it out on Instagram. Look it up on Board Game Geek. If you can get a hold of it, do it is phenomenal yeah it is very good. long and it's a little complicated so if you're complexity two or less then probably not going to go for this but if you're looking for a rich thick meaty experience yeah this is it all right what else did you, what did okay. you play okay so last on our list uh we played together as well that same session after vindication we played jaws jaws the board game which normally IP games for me tend to fall flat with a few exceptions like Battlestar Galactica is amazing. Um, but uh, I was not expecting a lot with this because it is yeah. an IP game. It's a Target exclusive. So it's like, all right, am I just picking up Jaws? Sorry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it um, could totally be like a horrible yeah. children's game. But it, uh, it turned out to be really, really cool. Um, it's in two acts. There's the beginning where, you know, you're running around the beaches and you're, you know, one guy's speedboating around and you're trying to uh, stop Jaws. It's a hidden movement to begin with. You're trying to stop Jaws from eating swimmers uh, by closing the beach or shooting him with barrels and what have you. So um, that's really cool. And it has a, so the hidden movement works a lot like, um, like most hidden movement games, like Letters from Whitechapel or... Um, What's Scotland the, Yard. Yeah, Scotland Yard. So the uh, the shark player kind of jots down where they are, where they're going, and suddenly swimmers start disappearing. Uh, once you get a couple of barrels in that shark, you move on to Act 2. And so you flip the board over, and now you've basically got a big boat in the middle that's kind of built from, like, Carcassonne tiles of yeah, a boat. Yeah. Right? It's like so, large Carcassonne tiles as yeah. the orca and, from the and movie. So you have these meeples and then you have these these equipment cards and you're basically um, the, the, the neatest mechanism in the whole game here for me was uh, these resurfacing cards. So there's a resurfacing deck that the shark gets 
and he lays out uh, a card for A, a card for B, and a card for C. So he has A, B, and C as options for where on the boat he's going to come up and take, try and take a bite out of the boat. So that lets your meeple know where you need to run to in order to stop them. But you don't know if he's going to pick A, B, or C because he does it hidden. He picks, and then we all talk and decide where we want to go. So there's a lot of, like, individual, like, you cover A, I'll cover B, and this other person will cover C. And um, and we've got varied weapons, so it's not yeah, like so you can't someone's going to be a heavy shark. hitter. Yeah, we you, could try to double down in one spot, but that lessens our odds of actually getting yeah, any damage. It's very difficult to, to gang up on the shark because you could be like, all right, everybody go to A, but he chooses C, takes a bite out of the boat, and nobody gets to hit him. So uh, it's it's very uh, fair between, I think, between the uh, the shark and the, the people. I think that the people have a little bit of an advantage but not until later um and that's just for space reasons um but it's really really cool uh it is available at target no we're not getting paid from target um but i i really want to play it again i think it's really neat yeah it was it was so fun i feel like that first because it's in two acts the first act is kind of not bad by any means but it's it's like oh okay this is kind of a fun little little very simple game of running around the sharks like gobbling up swimmers and we all rushing around the island some of us are in the boat on water some of us are the sheriff on land who's trying to run around and do stuff but then when it flips then the game changes suddenly it becomes this really tense divert like sudden like logic puzzle that just was so fun to try to figure out as a team it, it was, was really so neat. fun and it was it took away the like there it, it everyone could do their own thing and they weren't wrong like if, if they were being like hey you should go here i'm like no i want to go over here i think that's what the shark's going to do and you know it just lent yeah. itself to being you being able to, to push back against any quarterbacking possibilities but also we really really had to work as a team and be like someone's got to do damage here or hopefully right. someone's have have ranged weapons like a, a gun or a rifle uh, rifle, a rifle, rifle and a yeah. yeah and so uh, they can go a few spaces, and the shark is trying to. It wants to hit us and knock us on the water potentially, but it also just wants to eat our boat. So, the turning of the tides was also really fascinating throughout the second round, where it, the shark's odds of hitting us are super high at the beginning, and our odds are a little low. But as there's less ver- options for the shark to hit, because the boat's either getting destroyed or more areas are interconnected with each other as they get damaged, we have it. It's easier for us to hit the shark. But the shark has less to do to win the game. And so there's this interesting shifting of power throughout yeah. the process. You're playing the, sh- the, the player, the shark player, rather than the game. Yeah. And it's so neat because you're like, all right, what would be his biggest advantage would be B. But he may know that we know that B is his biggest thing. So maybe he'll <laughs> go for C thinking that there will be fewer people there targeting him. And even though it's less of a benefit for him, it might be a surprise for us. But then we think, oh, well, maybe he knew we knew they knew we knew we knew they knew. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's Down the like, rabbit hole we go. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, you're like, I'm going to choose D. There isn't one, but fine. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Uh, but no, I'm I, thinking I outside the box. really, really liked it. I'm looking forward to playing it again. All right. So now on to the interviews. Okay. Okay, so our first guest this evening, I will introduce. All right, um, take it away. 
Kaz's favorite punching bag, 10-year-old Elliot. <laughs> Only four, born to serve. <laughs> he loves to brag about, uh, about beating 10-year-olds. So here she is, Ellie. Say hi. Hi, hi Ellie. <laughs> Welcome right. to the podcast. Yes, thank you and for being here. A point of contention. Of it's only because you were so good at that game <laughs> that it made me scared, and I suddenly started playing better than I thought I should for an introing it to other people. But you were amazing at that game. Thank you. But welcome. So you have a distinction of being like probably our youngest consistent member, I yeah, think, right? By far. So uh, first of all, we kind of had we have some questions. So let's get those up. But uh, first of all, we could jump into just like your thoughts as the youngest member of the group. Like, what do you like? What do you like about coming to Game Nine? What's special for you? Obviously, being in a bar—that's got to be a top of the list. But <laughs> beyond that, um, well, I like all the people here, and I really like playing games because it's fun. And yeah, I like games a lot because, like, I like the strategy of them a lot, and I just think they're really fun. So that's a big reason why I come. So we yanked you away from Space Base. What would you say is one of your some of your faves? Like, if you had to list like top three—not top three necessarily, but three that you just like to play. I'm assuming yeah. Space Base give makes should, the list. Give should three yeah. favorites. Yeah, three faves. Um, I like Space Base a lot. I like Archer. Like oh, yeah. Love Letter. Love Letter, um, yeah. And Bang. I like that one, too. Oh. You are also, my understanding, well, I know this because I've played this with you a hundred million times. You're also a big fan of Bonanza. Oh, yeah. That... Not scratch bang, that one's that one's that on there. Bonanza <laughs> might be your Bonanza favorite edges game. Up, bang, nice. Yes. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that game. She is the queen of the bean, <laughs> so she does she does love herself some some Bonanza, and she is ferocious at bang the dice game. You would definitely want her as your deputy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you are really good at games. I will say you are yes. uh, you're Thank a you. good game player for sure. <laughs> well, let me ask you just from I'm I'm real curious. I've been wanting to get you on the show to ask you some stuff from a, a kid's perspective there we because go. a lot of people who listen to us have children. Uh, Kaz has children. I have little um, kids. I ha- has child. I have um, lots of children who are out of your age range. But um, yeah. a lot of people probably want to know like what is a good way to introduce you to games? What what gets you interested in a game? Is it um, the way that it looks? Is it the kind of game it is? Is it just any game to play with your family? Like, what, what attracts you to a game? Um, I like I like just a lot of them in general, and I like learning new things, so I really like ones that, like, look interesting and, like, different than ones I've played because I like to, like, you know, like, try different kind of games out. Okay, so you like to expand your horizons. So right. a lot of times in gaming, there's like three big themes. There's like science fiction or fantasy with like orcs and monsters and stuff like that. Do you like do you like those games? Do you like stuff off the beaten path? Um, I really like fantasy games, like sci-fi games, like that. Um, I like them because like they're really fun, and I really like like books. So they, it's kind of like that where it like it's like on a kind of like adventure in your okay, head. Okay, yeah. So there's a little, there's a kind of a story arc that you can follow through some of those games. Yeah. Have you ever played Clank in space? I don't think so. Oh, we'll have to bring that. That's a fun sci-fi adventure game. Yeah. What do, What do you see in a game that you you really enjoy? Like, do you like dice rolling? Do you like cards? Do you like pieces on a board? Like, what What do you walk up to a game and say, "Ooh, I want to learn how to play that." I really like card games a lot. Um. I don't really know why, but they're just they're just really fun to me. 
All right. Well, hey, good card game's hard to beat for sure. So uh, anything you want to tell our listeners about you or your games or anything? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what do you like? Well, can you? So what do you like coming to game night versus playing with like? What do you like playing with like a group of adults or don't like? What do you find annoying or do enjoy with adults versus playing with like kids your age in games? Um, something annoying about playing with Cass is that he's super competitive. <laughs> You take that back right now. <laughs> I will sorry, cut sorry. this. I'm standing up. I need to sit back down. I'm so sorry. I like playing with adults. Um, I like playing with adults because I feel like sometimes kids are like, don't like playing more like advanced games sometimes. Sure, yeah. And I like playing things that are like more strategic and stuff like that. So I, I like playing with adults because they're more open to that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. Like gamer games. Yeah. yeah, you're a gaming ten year old. I yeah. love it. I love it. It's uh, you ever get annoyed with any of the, the grown up jokes and back and forth <laughs> yeah. and yeah, what gets old fast ridiculous? With <laughs> or do you um, like that? I don't know. I just don't really pay attention to them. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. All right, Ellie. Uh, last question. Uh, who's better, Bill or me? And there is a right answer. Bill. Damn it. Oh, right. nailed well, it. You're wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. We just did the clumsiest, most awkward uh, high five to it fist was weird. bump. Yeah, weird it was, thing. I was watching yeah, it across he was the table. Fist bump while I was trying to give a high five, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. It kind of looked like you were consoling him. <laughs> like, like his, hey. he, his hand went limp, and you're like, Bill, <laughs> like, it's okay. okay. Your joints are failing. Yeah, you're all, no, you're totally all old. You, you totally nailed that. I'll, I'll buy you a beer later. So I don't good. want one. <laughs> nice. I know, and that's what makes you special. Well, Ellie, thank you so much. You have been a wonderful guest. Thank you for being our guinea pig guest. You're the first one. Yes. Thank you. So now we're going to abuse fine. some grown-ups. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for coming right, on. Ellie, thanks of again. Of course. Bye. All right, everybody, we just want to take a second uh, before we get into the interviews and just kind of describe what's going on at our game night right now. We have about 16 people, including us. We are, of course, set aside in a corner table, watching, perusing. It's a higher table because we are lording it over everybody. But uh, there's 16 people. We have three games going. There's a game of Zombie Bus going right now. There's a game of Wingspan going right now. And there is, of course, a game of Space Space going right now. Because I said Required on the last episode that there'd been a couple episodes, there, there'd been a couple of weeks where we weren't playing Space Space. I thought maybe it's it's time like a junkie come. in withdrawal where they're yes. just like, I can't take it anymore. The shakes, I need Space Space. Yes, and it is a full five-player game. Full five-player, yeah. But just an example of kind of how our game nights go. We typically have at least ten, and then uh, people will break up. We you, we went through phases of playing. Uh, we usually, I don't know, it kind of depends. We went through phases of playing large complement games like Secret Hitler when we have the counts. Mm -hmm. But I think lately we've just been breaking off into smaller, yeah. you know, and, and, and as people leave throughout the night. more people get here. Yeah. yeah. And then as people leave throughout the night, we just kind of choose games and divide as necessary for these games. Um, because, uh, I don't know, our group is great in the fact that there's there's... Everyone's fun and engaging to play with. That everyone's interested in trying something new, and yeah. you can kind of suggest a game and have a lot of people be like, "Yeah, I'll try that," or "I've yeah, heard of that." And, and at the same time, I mean, everyone's open to a, a big game. If there's ten or twelve people, and we're like, "Hey, let's warm up with some Deception, yeah. Murder in Hong Kong," 
everybody's like, yeah, sure. Even the people that haven't played it, which aren't that many, will be like, okay, you know, we'll go. We're easy. And uh, it's it's such a great environment. I'm at my happiest, it seems like, yeah. every week here. This is my It's a highlight my for sure. Outlet. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope that everyone listening has a chance to experience this. Uh, so, all right. Well, we have we have Kevin here, who we have uh, oftentimes mentioned and perhaps <laughs> once or twice made fun of for Kevin his are, double sleeving. But I have been informed that bit was never actually released. Uh, we've, we've still mentioned you a few times. As I've listened we, up to 111, and the only thing you mentioned is that you played Doomtown with me. Yeah, we did play. Well, he played. <laughs> well, yeah, we cut it. out all of our disparaging. <laughs> we spent hours disparaging. Yeah, so now I'm here to disparage myself in person. <laughs> yes. yes. So um, our right. good friend Kevin, who is also our good gaming friend Kevin. So uh, we have a series of questions. So let's jump into that. So initially, what brought you to game night? So I have a friend whose name I'm not going to mention, but I highly doubt he listens to this podcast. And he's like a bit of a douche. And I was like, <laughs> I need some new friends. And this is a friend. Well, he was. <laughs> okay. okay. And my wife was like, you like board games. Let's find a board game group through Meetup. And I was like, all right, fine. So she forced me to go. Oh, that's a good story. And she's still forcing me to go every week. (laughs) I like none of these people. They're all a drag. (laughs) So you found us on Meetup? Yes, on Meetup. Okay. So what uh, what keeps you coming back? Yeah, what what do you like? What kept you coming back before we became friends? Because I would like to think right now, like, I consider you uh, a good friend of mine. I would like to think that you would consider me I consider the same. both of you good friends oh yeah. well I'm not talking about Kaz I'm really just talking about me <laughs> we'll get to that later we'll have yeah. a break we'll have you rate us later yeah so, uh, or, or uh, the other conversely what initially kept you yeah. coming back uh, before you really kind of developed a well you seem like a bunch of fun and uh, harmless guys to know <laughs> if I can say that and I realized that, you know, a lot of people show up to game night on the first week and they're like, they're kind of standoffish. They don't really get ingratiated with the crowd. And, you know, I'm a grown up. I realize it takes more than one time interacting with a person to actually build a friendship. Were we standoffish? No, I'm saying I was my first time. <gasps> oh, there. gosh. I was oh. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, no. I was like, no, no. Yeah, oh, when no. people come their first wow. week, they're like, I don't know these people. I'm still getting to know, you know, they're kind yeah. of awkward hmm. about it. So I decided to show up a couple more times and be like, maybe I can try to What's be friends weird with these is, guys. I don't remember your first night here. I just remember I like I just remember you Kevin being, here being there consistently all yeah. the time. <laughs> and I know you weren't because you weren't there for the first probably year. You, plus. I was not there at Dry Dock. Um, no, so so I just remember you always being there. So I have I have some questions. What would you? We asked. We're also asking this of people. And I think we we already know this because we oh, established we it. Know. <laughs> uh, what is your weird gamer quirk? We and can I, tell you if yeah. you don't know, but I, we've I, always it's not going to be the one that you're going to say. Yes, but I'll it let is. you it say has it. To be. No, I will let you okay, say it what's, anyways. What's the one you think, and then I'll tell you which one it really is. Okay, time's up. The thing that so, sets you well, apart is sleeving my car. Yes, it is. <laughs> Double no, sleeving just, your car. And no, this isn't a jive in any way. We want it like. I can there's an extreme it. logic to this. Yes, please, break it down. So it's only the one game. It's only Arkham Well, first Horror. of all, what do you do? So I double sleeve my cards. Okay. I put them in... And you don't just, like, penny sleeve. You have, like, fantasy, fantasy flight, flight sleeve, game sleeve and then a penny and sleeve. And then a penny sleeve inverted on top. Right. Yeah. And I only do it with Arkham Horror. And at this point, I'm starting to think, like, it's a little ridiculous. But I'm, like, 2,000 cards deep. How many sets in? I was going to say. I'm, like, 2,000 <laughs> cards deep in the pool. It's too hard to undo it. So never now, yeah. you know, every month I'll re-sleeve 60 new cards. No big deal. And there's one night I was playing. And my wife walks in, and she's carrying a mug of Earl Grey tea, and just bam, all over the table. And I didn't get a single drop on any of my cards. So how long had you been double-sleeving before that? About a month. 
Okay, so it was like vindication. It was it was pretty quick okay. vindication. <laughs> huh. So you had immediate reinforcement okay. of your concept. Okay. I yes. want to hear about your because you've told me this before that uh, when you get a new set and you sit down, you make your tea, and you see you sit down, and you're like, I have this Zen hour or two where I just sit there and I double sleeve and I find my happy place and Actually, like, I want to hear this I want to hear about this that too is, because that a is lot not of people true I never said anything like that you have to this no. is like your thing what were you saying like you find it very zen and, <laughs> yeah, and no, settling you said this. and you, you have said like said you enjoy the process of like the sleeving like yeah. I wonder if it's kind of when you get a new set and you're sleeving it for the first time you're kind of exploring the cards for the first time maybe like how do you approach sleeving do you sleeve it as you play or do you sleeve everything I, right away I think that actually does kind of make sense because you know everything comes with two copies in a set so I have yeah. to sleep both of them it gives me more time to read and actually digest the card um, I think you're conflating a couple things that I've said I do like <laughs> the experience of like don't make us play the recordings guys. I don't know what we've recorded everything I don't know what conflating means it means to take two different things and yeah. confuse them as one thing I do it's find it just combining shut Kevin's up Kevin's well educated Bill we oh have he to, probably yeah. is Kevin's way more like yeah. okay yeah so I do find it zen like yes to like organize games and like set up games and put them back, put all the components, the right things, and organizing them. I don't like sleeving as like a meditative exercise. I generally do like it at do. work, where I'm like sitting there with like my headphones in and the you know cameras <laughs> it works off. From home, by the I way. work from home, so like the webcam's off, and I'm in a meeting where like 90% of it has nothing to do with me. So I'm just kind of zoning out, and I'll just grab them and I'll, just, I'll sleeve them up. Yeah. While I'm sitting there, kind of vaguely paying attention to work. Are you blindly sleeving them, or are you like looking at the cards? At the oh, same no, time, or I, just getting it done. Kinda. I usually look at the cards first when I first get them, and like, all right, now I'm gonna like read it and figure out what the cards about, and then I'll all set right. them aside until like a couple of days later when I have one of those meetings where I can just waste time sleeving the cards. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I kind of get that though because like, there's something about, especially even if it's the same game with Arkham, where you're getting new sets, and I don't know, I kind of equate it to sort of like painting minis. Like I have games where I paint the minis. I don't actually enjoy it because it's a long, tedious process. But when it's done, it looks really great, and I prefer a painted versus a non. And I would go take the time to do that just because I feel it improves the gameplay. I don't know. Sleeving doesn't improve the gameplay. But I will say, uh, kind of tied back to what you mentioned before, when we were playing once, there was a time I didn't spill to the extent your wife did, but there was like... I think I dropped something a on a whole beer and tobacco. Yeah, when you went to the kitchen, I just I tested <laughs> it and I dipped it into my tea, and I was like, "Damn, he's right." It was the rarest card I could find, and I was like, "He took yeah. my entire BCW shoebox and just dumped it into the bathtub." Kevin, it's working. <laughs> All right, I don't mean to cut this short, but uh, I'm getting glares from your table because it is your turn. A zombie bus. Only one more. You yeah, can, I got time for one more question. Uh, what What could we do to improve game night? Yeah. Besides uh, banning Secret Hitler officially, which you don't pay for my beer. All right, so we need right. a budget. Okay, so <laughs> probably going to be a common theme. <laughs> All right, so we will not be improving game night. I would good. All right, Kevin. Well, ask, I would say answer. the only thing I could say right now to improve game night is next time I show up, let's play uh, Arkham Horror, the board game, because I don't have that one and it's kind of fun. All right, it's in my car. All right, there we go. Cool. All right, asked and answered. All Perfect. Right. Sweet. Okay, so Kevin, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And uh, we will. See you at the table. All right, take it easy. Or whatever our catchphrase is. All right, we've got our next our next guest. We've are you guys in the middle of a game or are you? Uh, we are resetting, so oh, I am perfect. strategically leaving the nice. scene, so I don't have to reset. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Aaron here, who we have talked about before. Um, it's uh, we talked about you today about what yeah, we've been recently we playing. And he, uh, <laughs> he owns Vindication and Jaws, and we actually played both of those. He that was we just the shark. About. 
and well, he, now uh, I know how to play it correctly. Yes, yeah. exactly. And we played at his house, which is beautiful. It's an amazing game um, setup. Yes, and uh, so we he always brings in lots of good games, and is uh, he owns the tavern game. Yes. Uh, oh, that, that Bill I raves about. about. He's yeah. the only one who still, owns it. Yeah, you haven't played it yet. No, I, I keep missing my you. like something What's is happening every time. I brought it with me. All right. Well, that um, might be the one game we get to play tonight, or I get to play tonight. Yeah, really. So how did you how did you hear about our group? Uh, I believe it was a I believe it was a meetup. It was on meetup. It was yeah. on meetup. Yeah. So I was looking around. There was a group on Thursday nights here in Aurora. I work in Aurora, so. Uh, I was looking for a different group. That one kind of broke up a little bit. A few people left. It ended up being in a, a very Magic the Gathering kind of heavy place that was very loud and uh, not very conducive to gaming. Yeah. And uh, I'm a beer drinker, so obviously a, 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 a game group at a brewery was perfect for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I popped in, and uh, that, was, that was actually quite a while ago now. Yeah, it's it it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, eight months, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be it's been a getting while. close to a year. Yeah, so um, it's... Uh, all right, yeah. so... Uh, Drunk gamers unite, for <laughs> yes. sure. We did a yeah. We are one of our previous episodes. We talked about the benefits of doing it at a brewery or pub versus right. somewhere else like mm-hmm. a game store or there are game groups in town that go to like uh, food courts. Yeah, and I get I've done the that. logic, but I just I've yeah. done that as well, and it just feels so dry and yeah, I didn't care bright. for it. And yeah, I didn't either. The vibe is yeah. so different. So. Uh, What's your favorite game right now? Like, oh, what, what really gets you going? And if you could be like, okay, I have this game in my hand, and <laughs> I have all these people, what would it be? What would you be playing? I usually answer this question. I was like, well, it's like naming your favorite child. But in my case, I can actually do that, so I don't want to say. Sorry, kids. Uh, but, no, um, it's not even a contest with my kids. <laughs> I know. It's like, they know who they are. Um, Every day I rank them in the morning, just oh, so yeah, they know. Thing they one them, thing, yeah, thing goes, too. Here's the pin you get to wear. You're number one, you're number two, yeah. Um, God, it's hard to say. I mean, right well, now. What's got your interest right now? Like, we played Vindication over the weekend. That was amazing. Like Is it something you're playing or something you're waiting for maybe or it's something. hard to say i mean right now i had to say the biggest excitement is probably just jaws because everybody was everybody else i get gain my excitement about how everybody else feels about it sure i mean i oh. might like a particular game but if nobody else does then it kills it yeah it's, it's no fun if i like it nobody else does i'm totally different in that like i don't really care this just makes me selfish like i don't <laughs> care what other people are into right now but as long as they're like playing the game I'm that i'm myself, really excited about Phil's, i'll play um, by myself Phil's concept has always been if you don't like it you're wrong yeah like it's <laughs> something, not or there's something wrong with the game you. It's how could you, you not it's like you. this yeah. it's you yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm definitely definitely into that um if you could ban one game from game night forever <laughs> what would it be Maybe World's Fair only because the theme was so weird oh, for no. me. Another oh, wow. hit for World's Fair. I mean, wow, I really like it. It wasn't a bad really game. Like, I guess yeah. if yeah, I yeah. had uh, to pick one, okay. it's the one that popped into my oh, it's head. It's got flaws. We get it. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I'd ban Jaws. <laughs> it's not fine. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Then don't play uh, it. No, I would ban Magic Coral. Get out everyone, of the table. Yeah, everyone like, knows what I would ban. It's Magic Coral. All right. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. what keeps bringing you back to game night? Uh, honestly, I mean, not to suck up or nothing, but it's honestly the people. Great, that's good to hear. Uh, and, I, and I've said this before, and I mean this uh, honestly, is that, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry if anybody in the listening audience might say this, but a lot of game groups are a little on the odd side, <laughs> yeah. if you yeah. will. I, I mean, they just are. I've been gaming since 1976, <clears throat> a little older than everybody else here, but 
Um, I was alive in 1976. <laughs> okay, barely. Okay, I was actually in school. <laughs> yeah, I was not. Because you're approximately 700 years old, right? Yeah, like, okay, okay. basically, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm basically breathing dust right now. <laughs> you, know, you know that guy on the first Hellboy movie with a little, you know, that's like me right now, yeah. <laughs> Ticket um, winding that clock yeah. up, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, everybody here is, they're friendly, they're engaging, uh, they're knowledgeable about games, so it's like you can bring a new game in, and you don't have to explain it for half an hour. Like, well, I'm like, can you explain it to me again? Which is super, obviously, very frustrating for, just for a gamer. Just, just me. It's just, just, oh, yeah, I watched yeah, the was, video yeah. last time, guys. I want credit for that. I, <laughs> I asked a lot of did. questions. I really don't think you did. still asked more I questions still did, than anything. But I did watch it. I want to watch your, I want to see your YouTube <laughs> log. I don't think you did. To record myself watching the video yeah. to re- prove it to everybody. But but the fact that okay everybody's, everybody's an actual gamer but they're not um, overly gamerish you know what I'm sure. saying yeah. it's not too yeah. like yeah because you can get people yeah. that are way too into it. like I remember in high school and my friends in the game group there would like be rolling D and D characters in the cafeteria like next to the football team and I was like guys can we just and again it says something about me I mean I'm not gonna apologize but I'm, just, I'm like going can you maybe not uber nerd here in the cafeteria in high school <laughs> right. you know kind of thing. So, but I mean, this group is like a perfect mix of that. I think we're, we're, yeah. we're fun. We like to show up, we chat, we drink a few beers, we play some games that are heavy or not heavy, whatever. We just have a good time. And I think that's the ideal game group, honestly. Great. Right. You yeah. Know, yeah. We're, where you have a good time and it's not too serious. If you lose, no big deal, you know, except for Bill, who's like, Bill wins. You know, it's like, okay. Because <laughs> uh, Bill wins. But yeah. Yeah. Other, oh, don't other, worry. We all find yeah. that annoying. Yeah. So yeah. other than Bill, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Sweet. All right. <laughs> So, uh, all right, that this is your one guest. Okay, the other <laughs> ones all prefer me. So, uh, uh, what could we do to improve game night? Free you? beer. Uh, that's that, you're not the first person the, to say that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're Damn. the second person out of three. We need um, to get sponsorship. That's what we yeah, need. Yeah, we should. We should. Honestly, well, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't really know, honestly, because I mean, really, this has been uh, again not to sound pedantic or anything. This has been a really a perfect setup for me because, I mean, it's close to work. I can come over here right afterwards. It's a brewery, and I'm a craft beer guy, so that's perfect. Yeah. They have food, so there's that. Everybody brings a wide variety of games. Everybody knows what they're doing. There's no drama queens here for the most part, or kings, Just I guess. Just uh, me. Well, yeah. yep. I'll accept that. Uh, I mean, so I've never had a bad experience here. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, yeah. awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on. All right, man. Well, yes. thanks again, Aaron. Well, thank you. Yep. Appreciate you coming on. Yep. See you later. Okay. Kick it off. So uh, next in line here, we have Larry, who I'm sure you've heard about a million times. Uh, we just played, uh, we were just talking about how we played uh, The Dead of Winter, two-player, and, uh, and you really enjoyed it. That's right. It was it was super fun. The two-player game actually ended up so much better than I thought it would. I, was, I wasn't sure it was going to succeed as a two-player game, but it ended up being really tense. We won at the last moment. Uh, we could have totally lost had anything not gone our way. So I didn't think we were going to win. Yeah, I, I, and I think both of us had the same feeling for most of it that we were going to lose. And uh, we kept grabbing extra players and building up and building up. And then the next thing you know, it started looking feasible. And we're like, maybe there's a chance. And then yeah. we totally did. And it's a co-op game. So that's kind of nice. I mean, you don't usually, I don't sure, usually yeah. play with two people. And yeah, I'm not going to ask you some of these questions because, like, I know what, how you heard about game night because you're my best friend, and I invited you. Yeah, that um, was kind of how that went. Yeah. It's a great story. What's how, uh, how, have the, how have the interviews gone so far? Uh, so far, really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your favorite game to play right now? Like, if you could play any game right now, what would it be? 
Um, okay, so I think uh, Space Base has been one that we've played almost into the ground over here. And then uh, we didn't play it for a long time. Yeah. And after that game over there, that was like, sweet. Okay, I remember why I like this game so much. So I kind of have a little renewed love for it. But oh, nice. my, my favorite game, Psy, that's the one I always kind of want to play. Huh. Which, let, let me... But I haven't played it very much. Yeah, and I'll preface this with the fact that Larry is not like a hardcore, like, heavy Euro game player. He's he's not, like, he, he likes games, but he tends, I, I find that I'm, I, we have a better time, and I think you have a better experience, like everybody does, when we play slightly lighter games. Yeah, I like the more uh, social ones, sure. Yeah. What's the lead, well, like, outside of Scythe, what's the next step down of complexity game you'd say you've played, or a game as close to that in complexity? I don't know. I mean, we've played uh, Terraforming Mars. What are some of the other ones that are, like the Star Trek Ascend? Is it Ascension or Ascendancy? Ascendancy. Ascendancy. Yeah. That's I mean, a that's real long, like pretty complicated five-hour brain burner. Yeah. 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 So I mean, we we played a handful of them. Not as we have, but I think when we get together, when we get together, I think we tend to play like, you know, yeah, Splendor, yeah. Century Spice Road, or. You know, uh, Space Base, Baron Park. Yeah, I'm just along it's, for the ride. I don't even remember what, the name. What's it about Scythe, though, that, get, like, really clicks for you, though? Because it is, you know, there's dense, that's a pretty dense game. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like the event in it, you know? It's, yeah. We haven't played it very much. It's kind of a neat, you know, game to play that's different than what we usually do. And I, I don't know, I love the artwork in it. I it think the cards beautiful. are really cool looking. Uh, I, I love the concept of it and the theme of it, you know, alternate you know, 1920s Russia with yeah, mechs so cool. killing farmers. I mean, it's pretty badass. what's there not to love about that? <laughs> what game would you ban from game night? Ban from Forever. game night? What's that game that... What's, what, I don't even remember Dominant the name species, of it. Dominant the card Species, game. the card game should be banned from everywhere <laughs> on Earth. I liked that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably you know pretty sure that there are some people out there that would enjoy that. I'm not sure why. Some warped individuals. Yeah. I've never played. I shouldn't say. Actually, I'm really interested in trying it. But uh, I, the I lore of that play that you guys had continues to this day. Just the, the liked it or despised it. I've never of the seen players. anyone dislike a game the way that Larry disliked. I mean, Dominant Spaces. There, the there's game. like you know, kind of screw you games, you know, where you can get the people you're playing against. And I think that's kind of fun sometimes, but not when it's, it just felt arbitrary to me. It was just like at any given time, I might have a card that just, oh yeah, everything you've been trying to do, nope, opposite time. So it's and like it take just, that with too much luck involved. It just, yeah, yeah it was too much for me. Yeah, fair I, enough. I don't know. Maybe I was in a bad mood that day. I tried playing I, it a game. No, you, again. Would, you would not. Yeah. <laughs> no way. It next time it'll there's be my no favorite way you'd play that again. <laughs> it's the new um, scythe. So, uh. What what keeps you coming back to game night besides, you know, Bill wins? <laughs> well, I mean, I really enjoy trying to come in second uh, to Bill because Bill wins. Yay. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, keep, it's... Keep that cut. Oh, I'm editing that right out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is going. I really enjoy that. That Kaz's was... presence at 
this thing. It's com- complete nonsense. Um, Some of these words will have to mimic your voice and try to put in, but... No, I, I've, I mean, I've listened to you guys' podcast, and we've talked a few times about different board game groups and everything. I, I think it's really cool. It's not super intimidating for uh, as much as I kind of thought it would be. You know, when you were first telling me about it, I was like, there's going to be a lot of people that are like, yeah, we're going to play this one game that we've been playing, you know, every night for the past 10 years, and yeah. we're not going to teach you how, and we're going like to laugh at you because you don't know yeah. how to play it. And, or it's like D&D or something like that. And mm-hmm. No, nah, I mean, it's just everyone has a good time. You know, you're in a bar, uh, which is a comfortable environment to begin with. Everyone's usually super friendly and usually in a good mood. There's no drama. It's just kind of a fun, chill-out, hang-out environment. Nice. What's your weird gamer quirk? Everybody has one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm a little... I'm a little weird with cards and things being stacked in the right order and going the same way. And I don't even know if that's a quirk. I think everyone is that way except for the people who aren't, and they drive me crazy. Hmm. Oh, you mean like like alignment type of thing? Yeah, like, like if yeah. you're playing a game where there's communal uh, cards or communal card draw, those all have to be facing the same way. Oh, uh, okay. If yeah, you yeah, have yeah, yeah. any kind of widgets that you're grabbing, they need to be stacked in an orderly yeah, fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It just bugs you if they're like kind of skewed does. or like Absolutely. a pile versus a stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how weird that is because, like I said, I think that's, I mean, that's pretty common. I would call your weird gamer quirk your inability to when when things really slow down your inability to just sit still that's not a weird gamer quirk that's a personality trait it's <laughs> just ADD yeah no I, 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 I get it so I guess my last question is uh, what could we do to improve game night for you I, I think it's perfect just the way it is, Bill. Nice. I love that. That's the I best love answer it. so I mean, far. What, what You're my more favorite could you do? Uh, we've had two suggestions for free beer. Yeah, free we're not beer. gods. Okay. We're not. Well, I mean, uh, were there any other like productive suggestions? No, no, that's it. Just free beer. Just, just free. Beer. I mean, let me in with free beer. I'm good with that. Okay. I All wouldn't right, say so no to it. It's three for free beer. Yeah, it's getting more and more expensive the longer we record. <laughs> no, I mean it, it is it is what it is. It's not yeah. a sanctioned event or a yeah. competition or anything like that. It's people coming together. They bring games, and if you have a game that you really want to play, you talk some other people into playing it with you, and you have a whole bunch of people to choose from. You know, somebody yeah. somebody will play it with you. Well, right. Larry, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we will definitely have you back on at some point. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Ben. All right, our next guest, Brandon, welcome. Thank you for, uh, well, you just finished Wingspan? Wingspan, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. What did you think of Wingspan? Uh, I was just gushing about it to one of my friends. It is it is clean. It is The engine building mechanics are really unique. Uh, it feels awesome. I'm probably going to go out and buy it like immediately. <sighs> I've never so, heard anything bad about I know, it. No, it's the like, game it's so, ever. There's this whole mechanic where, like, you can collect birds that hunt other birds, and you just, like, <laughs> pull a card from the deck and if it happens to be small enough for like your peregrine falcon to eat you get points for it it's like this is metal that's brutal like, i'm, that's way I'm more just brutal playing hunting birds next time i don't even care if i win it's just like fulfilling this fantasy of mine to be an eagle i guess i don't know this sweet bird cultivating game you're yeah. like i just eat your birds so yep, that was that's pretty much it neat. so uh it was it was awesome you may have already answered this, but um, so let's take Wingspan out of the discussion here. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite game right now? Uh, okay. <laughs> My favorite game right now. Right now. Um, 
oh, that's going to be really hard for me to quantify. Can I, like, put it in categories? Like, my top this game, it's, uh, there'll be, like, ten of them. No, so, no, we, we no. don't have time oh, for that. Okay. Well, uh, just like if, if right now there were a bunch of people who are like, Brandon, what do you want to play? And you had all the time in oh, the world. I would make them suffer and play TI4 with me. That, okay, I, that's I, what I, I was going to say. I, yeah. I had to be up there, right? I, I love yeah. the game. We it's have so played good. TI4 with you, so yeah. we, we understand. I love it as well. Oh, so. it's, it's, it's great. I don't think anyone enjoyed the game more than you did during our playthrough. You were so yeah. giddy the whole time. I, know, <laughs> I just like, love that game. Aha! Here's oh. what I'm doing! And, and, I mean, it and just, you didn't even win. No, I, did <laughs> I not? I thought I won. No, not that one. In my head, I won. Uh, no, I mean, absolutely my favorite. It, it is not the most, like, accessible from, like, getting it on the table at, like, a board game night. Sure. But it's it got to be a planned event. Yeah, yeah, but it is absolutely my favorite game to play, like, hands down. If I've got people that will play it, I want to play that. It's just a good game. Right. So, um, so normally we're asking things like, how did you find out about game night and what keeps you coming back? But I know because you were... Uh, at the very first game night, yeah, like two I don't and a half know. years ago, that. the very first one. He's an original guy. Oh, yeah. And one of the so he, shirts. So he found it on Meetup. And uh, what keeps you coming back? Well, Kirsten and I were at their wedding, so I'm assuming yeah. it's the people. Yeah. Uh, well, now it's Kaz. Like, boom. I won one of the... One of the questions we're asking is, uh, which one's better, Bill or me? Quick, answer. Oh. No, no, thank you. Oh, I mean Cass. Nice. Okay, good. That's so I won garbage. One. It's because Bill likes that Manhattan Project game. Yeah, he brought it, I That's think. That's a great game. Yeah. Be careful, Kaz, though. You're in jeopardy if you... <laughs> oh, it's always a razor's edge. A it's always love. a razor's yeah. edge. Fine. Fine. <laughs> no, but what... So, uh, what it, well, I'm actually curious. Like, what initially brought you to the meetup group? Like, why did... Uh, what were you looking to, for as a group? Shoot, Have you I'm played other groups? Remember. No. Uh, I mean, I moved out here not really knowing anyone and i've loved board games forever and i it was actually i, I think it was probably my wife's idea because um, we were trying to find something each week to like get us out of the house i think at that point two and a half years ago uh, i'm trying to remember where we were at with work but i think i was working like weird hours at night and I'm, we needed something to get us out of the house and give us some routine and uh Kaylee's pretty like introverted and I didn't have any way to meet anyone outside of work. Sure. So trying to find a, a, a meetup to kind of get to know local folks and uh, both of us love board games. So it was a great kind of like hobby thing. And we really liked the group. It was a, a solid group. I mean, we've seen a lot of faces come and go, but I feel like there's been kind of a core few that have stuck around for a yeah. while oh, yeah. and, and we really enjoy it. Um, and I like meeting new people and playing new games. So yeah, board games are unique in that they have a, you have it's a really great outlet for you to get to know people and also get to know people on a more personal level than I think you would expect to sure, from yeah, like yeah. a game. You know, like you learn a lot about a person by how they play a game, yeah. and like you know, you can kind of see little glimpses of people's personality and and things like that. So. Uh, I think that it offers you an opportunity, one, to do something that you love, but also to meet new people and see if they're people that you want to continue to hang out with. Yeah. You know? um, so, and I think some of, like, it's cool that you have this thing that you gather around and everyone plays and you get to see these little glimpses of like, oh, Brandon's kind of a tool probably <laughs> deep down because he likes games with fuck you mechanics. But, you know, he does. It's, it's, he of does all the gamers I know, he yeah. is the biggest take that fan. <laughs> yeah, I do. I know I do like that. Yeah. I do not like those games. 
I mean, if it's balanced, you know, if it's like, if like, I, if it's like a, you know, every once in a while, I can be like, no, you in particular, you, you suck in particular. <laughs> like that if feels it's okay. Constantly keeping someone down, like every single turn, no, no, yeah, no. I mean, lose that's points, like no lose fun. Life. Yeah, no. That's, yeah, just that's not crushing good. someone into yeah. the ground for no reason. But I, I do like a game that has a has a little bit of a target targeted dickishness. I guess I'd say. Okay, well that leads into our next question, which you might have just answered. But what would you say is your weird your gamer quirk? What defines you as a oh, gamer? Is that it? Shoot. Just re- Brandon's Maybe. ability to find such joy and be like, guess what? Nuh-uh. I think no, I, I know what his is. Okay, I I'll say I'd say my true quirk is I get really obsessed with like like goofy mechanics. Like okay. there's like I will play suboptimally because I just really like <laughs> a certain mechanic and I'm like what this mechanic yeah. is so thematic and cool. Yeah. This is now me. Like <laughs> like the like the hunting birds and like I would absolutely just play that game and gather every bird that hunts that I could find because <laughs> it just seems like a cool mechanic and I would just take that to the bank. But there's been a few games I feel like that like they just have an interesting mechanic, and I'm like, this is a really cool mechanic, and I just want to play around with it. Yeah. And it might not win me the game, but, like, it's just so cool. Yeah. That's uh, a nicer way of saying what I would think it would be, which, to me, your gamer quirk will always be, I am going to try and break this game. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm going to play <laughs> some weird off-the-wall thing where yeah. I'm not going to win. I can tell you I'm not going <laughs> to win, but I'm going to make it so difficult for anyone else to. No, I, I think I think it's like the amount of times you have to turn to the rule book. Like I have a quote like like have I made you look in the rule book 15 times to clarify rules yet? Oh, I got to keep going. Nice. Like come on. Pat on the back. What if I were to do this? Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, but it's not in the rules because you shouldn't. I think like, nobody can I come think... up with a reason to actually do that. I think I do like game mechanics is absolutely where my passion is at. Like I, I just love games that have interesting mechanics, and I think that intrinsically just interests me in like how mechanics can play off of each other and like sure. what weird things you can pull off. So sometimes it is like, okay, I wonder if like if I can pull this thing off. Like right. can I combine these two weird mechanics to like make some kind of working like machine in the game, you know? <laughs> uh, and oftentimes I can't. Yeah, I, I think, think that, I think that, that's that awesome. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's neat. yeah. I, I mean, too many people play to win or make the game not play to win, but the game is made or broken by the fact if they won or not. Right. And I, I, I agree with you. I think it's so fascinating to play around with the mechanisms between mm-hmm. within a game to feel how they interact. And like, I'll find myself going down myself also going down a rabbit hole of a game and like forget that I'm trying to win the yeah. game because I'm having so much like, fun being points? like, ooh, this is great. I'm just collecting like, this weird token exactly, that I get. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look how many of these things I could get. <laughs> They're so shiny. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sitting down with oh, us. We appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Of course, guys. Thank you. I'm in. First of all, let's, like, we could start off by just telling us your name, who you are. <laughs> this is Jeff. I'm Jeff. Uh, I'm Jeff in... is the uh, distinction of being the, the member of our group that Bill and I uh, are always enjoy playing with, but are annoyed by because <laughs> he is very good at games and consistently wins them. Mostly so, annoyed by because... Mostly annoyed by. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to be I'm nice. Like, every time I'm we like, don't hey, like him. We don't like him I at all. I just got a new game. Check this out. Let's. <laughs> let, I want to teach everybody how to play it. I've played it a few times, so obviously I'm... Damn it, Jeff! Why? <laughs> I must admit, last week though, I finished last both games I played, and neither with with me. Correct. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. What did you play? 
Uh, Mike brought a. Oh, I see. Bird, can't even remember. Uh, a, a bird from game. Oh, oh, wingspan. Wingspan. Yeah, yeah. wingspan. That okay. was really in depth. I just didn't feel like I got great cards to start with, and I couldn't build off of that. Okay. Um, the other one was blame a. The game. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else am I gonna blame me? <laughs> uh, there's also the. Uh, like he had kind of triaminos placing, oh, okay, and then building huts and areas. Oh, I've never heard I, that one. I don't know. It was an interesting game. It worked out. I just got it, off to a bad start and couldn't recover. It I, was yeah. very interesting looking. Like just like looking at it from like on the table, you were like walk by and you're like, ooh, what is that? Huh. Uh, I thought it looked very attractive. It was uh, it's a good looking game. All right, so Jeff, how did you uh, how did you find out about game night initially? Like, what brought you guys here? You and your wife come together. You and Riff Karen. Yep, uh, Karen. Basically, we I had pl- started playing a couple board games with a friend that I met out here, and you know started getting into how much games have changed. And she looked up on uh, the Meetup app and found you guys and said, "Hey, let's head out there and check that out and see what it is." So. Nice. I have a bad feeling if we try and go to other game nights, we might be, it might be a step down. <laughs> it would definitely be a step down. I'm yeah, just going to yep, toss yep. this out to you. Guarantee. We would make sure it would yes. be. We would ruin your experience. Kaz has been to another game group. A couple of them. A few, yeah. And they they weren't pleasant experience. <laughs> Not as pleasant as our experience, obviously. Yes. I, so. I had that. So we were the yeah. first You guys, uh, one you happened. Is that just because you guys lived in proximity or just... Uh, we don't. We we're probably one of the further drives to yeah, come out here. Yeah, that's Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just you know it. It was one Karen found. It looked interesting, so it was the first one we found. That's when our name was Triple A One 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 Board Game Night. Yeah. Just first on the list. Shouldn't it be One 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 A? I knew that would get somebody. <laughs> and, you know, there's what, one it. person that said they were going to be there. So it's like, all right, sure, let's, let's not let them be lonely because, you know, no one ever checks oh, in good. that they're going to come. So you are actually a case of when we are horrible at RSVPing to our own meetup. <laughs> so you are a case of someone who actually came because we're bad at it, not we're shunned by the fact that it seemed like no one would be I there. I always so. RSVP because they're, <laughs> they're, my, uh, they're my meetups. So it's always just like Bill and one other person. We're like, oh, poor, poor Bill. So, uh, Jeff, what what would you say right now is, like, your favorite game? Clearly Wingspan tops the list. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Um, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's one of those games we don't play here that often, which is one I learned here was Sulkin. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I love because it. Because it's, it's a great game where you can do so many different things, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff you have to pay attention to. But, you know, it takes up. Two two and a half hours, so it's hard to fit into a game night yeah. unless you kind of get a group of guys going into it saying, it. "Hey, we're doing that this week, and that's probably all we're going to do." <laughs> Which <laughs> we've done a few times. We have, yeah, yeah. We we were we played several times, I, not in a row, but in, within yeah. close frequency to each, to each other. The uh, last time we played, ago. I won. So I'm cool if we just like don't play for a little while because <laughs> I still at this point have bragging rights. I am still determined. I read about this stupid strategy a long time ago at Sulkin that is not using the farms, and I've never been able to make it work. I've not even come close, but I swear to God, it's got to be a way. So every time we play, I attempt to do that strategy, and I fail miserably. But I still love the game as well. Yeah, I think I you got it. some bad information there. I think some of those, uh, the expansion, you can get ones where you could drop the amount of corn you need every quarter. That, maybe that's the key, and, and you have the might, expansion. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say, what, what game, if you could ban a game from game night, what would it be? Uh, I do not like the, uh, the, the lower party games where it's the, you know, uh, that one dating game where 
oh, I'm a millionaire, I can fly to the moon, but I have, I never kiss you, or I... Have we played this game What here? the shit are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, red flags. I don't think I've ever I've played that I've never played that. Game. that. What is that? When? Was that here? <laughs> yes. It was it, here. Did Dave and Diane bring that? Uh, I think they may have. Uh, They're more of the party games that, you know, This it's all just kind of based on luck, and yeah, there's no yeah. real skill. There's no point to yeah, it. Yeah, that it's, super fight game they brought one time oh, I didn't uh, play that one. seemed kind of fun, but it's totally, uh, it, it's completely subjective. It's like... All right, I am Jesus with a chainsaw, and you are Bozo the Clown with a nuclear bomb. Who wins? Everyone's like, oh, well, oh, Jesus. I've... Oh, well, the nuclear bomb. I'm like, but I'm Jesus. So anyway. That... Oh, that's the one where you just discuss it, right? Yeah, like you, you just like talk scenarios about it. And, and you have out, to argue it down. You yeah. figure out who will win. I, I don't know. If I want to argue the game, like, I'll just go, I don't know. That was like my first three marriages. I'll just leave the yeah. I was gonna say all I would do is just leave the silverware drawer slightly ajar and then wait for my wife to notice. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. I don't okay. know what you're talking about. Jesus comes back after three days, so he's gonna win. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, we don't know Bozo's powers. He's an enigma. I have to say. That's true. But a nuclear bomb. I mean, come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. So, uh, I guess, do you have? Would you say that you have any weird gamer quirk? I think one of my biggest things I have to work on getting better at uh-huh. is flipping the table when you lose. No, we noticed. <laughs> we were going to talk to you about it. Um, it's the whole, like, I always try and complete everything. Like, the times I play Scythe, uh. I try and do everything. It's like, oh, no, you focus on three or four things and right, you right. win by doing those things really well. <laughs> it's like, when I'm, gotcha. I'm used to, you know, like uh, playing a Zool. It's like, when I want to fill everything. I don't want to just get one horizontal yeah. row to win. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You're like a completionist in yeah. a way, yeah. So you're like hell on sandbox games then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. We need to get Jeff Oh, I've stopped having fun with this game. days ago. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeff, you've been playing that, that sandbox game for like 14 hours. You're like, I've almost done most things. <laughs> I like the uh, one quote I remember of, I don't have... I have CDO. It's a lot like OCD, but the letters are in alphabetical order like they should be. <laughs> That's, I've never heard that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, thank uh, you for coming by. Uh, appreciate we've it. We've hogged enough of your game night time. Uh, hopefully, we'll be playing tonight. And, uh, yeah, thanks for sitting down, man. Not a problem. All right. So next up, we have Carolina who is actually a very new uh, gamer. Our freshest uh, member, I think. Yes, not, <laughs> yeah. not just new for us, but new for games in general. Is that, that, that right? That's true, yeah. So what, do you, what are your favorites so far? Yeah, what have you played that you like? Um, so I played the zombie game, Zombie <laughs> Bus, last week. I love that Zombie was fun. Bus. Um, but I really like the Deep Sea Adventures, the one Dude, you brought. good. I love that game. I, it's my favorite. I love that so game. So far. I really like it. <laughs> it's it's so simple, yet there's a lot of strategy behind it and yeah. a lot of luck. Like one of our, I don't remember his name, um, the gentleman sitting over there with the white uh, shirt. Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. Poor guy. He couldn't get one oh, point yeah, yeah. the entire That is game. not Aaron's game. He's, he oh, has yeah. several times said, I'm never playing this again. So I, I, I get it. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's games for everybody. But, but it's fun because you just, you just talk and you can have beer or, you know, have some. They have really good tacos here. They the do. best tacos. Tacos. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's just I, I enjoy it. It's fun. I look forward to coming every Tuesday. And that game in particular has a lot of those aha moments where people like stand up and cheer. Mm. There's like oh, and and those are to me. That's like if your game doesn't get that reaction at all, then it's probably a Stefan Feld game. Yeah. Jk. Do you find that you're playing a lot of the same games, or are you like trying to get in on new games? Have you played I, Space Space before? I haven't played Space uh, Space Space. Yes, Space Space. That's kind of space, the mascot space. of our group at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so there's, you're there's about to get. Two, that means you're really <laughs> in it now because yeah. you finally experienced Space Space. Yeah, okay. for everybody listening right now, there are two games of Space Space <laughs> that are like five and five. It's just got everybody. In Everyone on who's now. here right now is playing uh, Space Space. Yes, because Never apparently we before. really really like you'll it. You'll like it. So yeah. you'll really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely really love good. it. It's uh, it's Larry's favorite. It's uh, it's a lot of people's. What are you guys' games favorite games? Oh, whoa! My turning the tables on my us. favorite Jeez. game is Orleans. Orleans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My favorite game I like uh, one of the, I, is Kemet. I like Kemet. Kemet is a war game that is just satisfying when you just want to like beat up on your friends and have them beat up on you. Anyway, yeah. it's hard to. Ex- that's, I don't know if what that says about me, but like, not that I'm thinking about it. But I just love that game. It's very satisfying. I okay. often want to beat up on my friends, but I've never been like, I wish my friends were beating up on me right now. Like, that's a I would, rare... I feel bad if I'm just dominating all my friends. It's a rare mood for me to be in. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose the game. I want to come out on top, clearly. Right. But I like that game a lot. Okay. Um, give was, us a fun what one. What was the other game we played? I think it was the second time I came. It was the Mafia game. Oh, Good Critters. Yes, yeah. Good Critters. Yes. That was fun. Yeah, that was, that was really great. Fun. We really I liked that one a lot. get that in again. Yeah, that could so. be our new Secret Hitler, potentially. It could be. Yeah. I want to play that. Secret I heard Hitler? a lot yeah. about that I'm, game It's about here. time for that to make a comeback. We yeah. played that. We've had gone through these phases of uh, game, big games like that where we can get almost everyone involved. Yeah. And we went through a deception, murder in Hong Kong phase. Which I hope we get back to because I think you would <laughs> yeah. absolutely love Me too, actually. I'm deception. ready to bring that back. Uh, I like the game a lot. Uh, Everything's oh, in my cart. Yeah. So like, what, what keeps bringing you back to this, this group? Because obviously we love to have you, and yeah. we love everybody here. So yeah, we as ga- as but what obsessive do you gamers, we really like people to come into the hobby and be like, "Wow, I can't believe games like this exist!" And it's really cool to pe- see people like you're like a success story for us. <laughs> and you're not even our success story. We're just like we're just taking credit for it. Yeah, like, well, that's part of the reason like Bill and his wife started afar. the group is to intro it to people who like the hobby but also want to try it out and may not yeah. know how to do that. It's hard to find a lot of these games, and yeah. so it's like, where do you go to experience them without having to buy them? But but it's not even that. It's just I think it's it's the atmosphere of the group here. I think everyone's very laid back, very easygoing. We make fun of each other. It's just <laughs> it's it's fun. It's the people here. I think are great, and that's what really keeps people. me coming back and um, and just being introduced to games that I've never seen before, heard before, even have played before. And um, the the fact that we play like almost a new game every time is it's mm-hmm. fun. That's awesome. It. All right. Yeah. Uh, what could we could we do anything to make game night better? As uh, is there anything you could see that it would like improve the situation or? Uh, I don't know where like everyone lives, but I think it'd be fun to like try different venues maybe. Oh, okay. cool! That's um, a good idea. Or like sometimes you know with I love to be outside, and sometimes like there's I know we have Colorado weather to think about, but like sometimes there's like. Um, what do you call them? They're like outside patio areas, Patios, yeah. Yeah, 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 where they have like um, 
uh, food trucks and like beer gardens or you know that okay. type. I think it'd that be that would fun. be a really cool way to yeah. explore the city. Is like to have like a, a like a, a biweekly thing where we kind of like it's a destination game yeah. night kind of. That's a, that's a that cool idea. Be. Like Avanti's really cool place. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of beer place. gardens here. Yeah. There's a lot of outdoor seating places Pilot that House have. Yeah, has, uh, I think it'd be nice. fun. Or yeah. uh, Little Man's ice cream. Like we could go like on yeah. a weekend and get ice oh, cream yeah. and. Most people just said to get free beer. Yeah. <laughs> so good for think, you on actual suggestions. <laughs> good, uh, <laughs> an actionable suggestion. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so, Carolina. Thank you again for right. sitting with us. We're so glad you're part of the group now. Of course. Uh, of course. We will uh, let Thanks you get back to your space-based experience. We can't <laughs> wait for you to tell us all about it. Okay. And uh, thanks for hanging out and talking with us for a second. Of course. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Our next uh, game group cohort that we have to talk to is uh, Ryan. Ryan, you are a man of a few words. I think you, you've been here for a while. What brought you to game night initially, would you say? So this one specifically, I was referred to by Joe. And okay. I met him at the low-tech game night down in Lone Tree. Okay. So you've been moonlining with other game nights before you found us. You son of a bitch. That's okay. That's no, okay. that's totally fine. I, I prefer we be the last game yeah. night anyone ever goes to. Yeah. yeah I, I left yeah. them for you. Oh. <laughs> Good. Do you hear that, Lone Tree? You're, You're nothing. Yeah. Um. Suck it, Lone Tree. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is uh, the one game you would ban from game night? Like you show up and you're like, Whoever suggests to play that, I'm going to fight them. There's been a few ones. I can't remember their names, but there's there's one game that was just a bidding game, and every tur- turn is is just an auction, and people would spend like a minute deciding what their bid was going to be, and then, like, and so, like, an entire turn would spend be just several minutes of people just deciding what the bid was going to be and I just kind of yeah, wanted to make games. my... Bidding games can yeah. be rough like that. Yeah, I sure. think you really need to have it be... Right. Well, there's one that's actually a I think an Amsterdam themed mm-hmm. game and it had Dutch auction. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Huh. But it's, um, it's where instead of bidding up, you start with some maximum and then the bids go down so it kind of reverse of a regular auction and a regular auction bids go up and the yeah. last person to bid w- wins the auction here the bids are going down and the first person to make a bid wins the auction so how does that work so you like so does the auctioneer tick down the cost so the, it came it actually came with a clock oh, okay. and so the, cl- the clock is just ticking down and someone can like what, whatever they want they can stop the auction huh so you're trying huh. to be the first person to bid, but also not pay too much for the item. Is that how it works? Like, is that the trick to it? Or are you? That seems difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it it, it is kind of um, a different kind of strategy. So you kind of want to think about how much you're willing to pay, but also how much the other people are willing to pay. So, you know, if it, if the maximum bid is a thousand and like starts ticking down for thousands, so let's say you're willing to bid nine hundred, you're. You you don't want to stop the auction before nine hundred, but once it gets to nine hundred, you're kind of like 
do I let it keep yeah. going? And it'll, how much uh, farther can I go oh, okay. before and still get a good deal? I even see though, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Somebody could just jump in and get you, and you're like, God damn it! Yeah, God. I should have, I should have done it at 900. Huh. Huh. Interesting. That's, that's that's interesting. I'd have checked that out for sure. Yeah, I, I think bidding games in general are hit and miss. So that's that sounds cool though. I'd like to try that one. And I, I guess Battle it, Aftermath does it real good with bidding. I agree. If I had to pick yeah. one game that does bidding really well, <laughs> I had auctioneer. I'd say Epic Battle yeah. Aftermath. I would say unknown so. publisher, unknown designers, but I heard it's amazing. Amazing. All right, Ryan. What would you say is your like weird gamer quirk? I know what I think your weird gamer quirk is, but I want to see if it's the same one that you think you have. Yeah. So, what, what what do you think your weird gamer quirk is? <laughs> Look deep inside yourself, and <laughs> deep inside uh, yourself, Clarice. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that I have enough self awareness to actually. <laughs> uh, like one thing that comes to mind probably is not all that uncommon. Is that like sometimes I'll realize that I, oh, I, if I'd done this other thing, I could have gotten one more point. Now I hope that I don't lose by one point. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You let it haunt you. Yeah. See, I think your weird gamer quirk is you are a rules guy. Like, I, I can tell you, games I've played a hundred times, we'll be playing, and Ryan will be like, hey, actually, if you look here on page seven, you actually <laughs> can't. You can, o- you can only have. draw one card. I'm like... Well, shit, I've been playing this wrong it, literally Ryan. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, a, a bit nerve-wracking to bring up because, like, uh, you know, am I going to be pissing people off? No, no. And it's kind I, of oh, like no, yeah. it doesn't really we matter if everyone's Ryan. doing it wrong as long as everyone's doing it wrong the same way. Right. Sure. I, I'd like to play games as right yeah, as I yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I'd like to know if uh, I – I am a stickler for that, actually, is that bugs me – if I'm playing it wrong, so I actually welcome that. I'd like to play right <laughs> at least once, and then if I don't like, I can always house rule That's, later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if I don't know how the original rule plays out, then my 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 house rule could suck. I'm just like, all right, so uh, this looks like the board here. Let's uh, lay this out. <laughs> so there's a board. I get guys. One of these people here. Nope, yeah. nope. Okay. Yeah. Well. Looks like everybody picks a color. All right, perfect. And there's something that board. looks like money, so maybe everyone gets five of them to be yeah, under. I'll take six great. just because I'm first yeah, turn. Know, first, I'm first player, player. More, first player yeah. gets more all the time. That's yeah, the best way to do it. First player is a big disadvantage. It really game. hurts you. <laughs> Ryan, right. thank you very much for sitting down with us. Right. We appreciate it. We'll release you back to your space-based game yes. where you can blame Kirsten for all her bad decisions, or maybe she's winning. I don't know. You might. She might have helped you. Pretty good. She is pretty good at that game. So. Chase. So what's the um, royalty situation? Uh, we'll talk about it off mic, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. And that will do it for the interviews. Hello, everybody. This is Kaz with a quick postscript. Thanks for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. We are always looking for new and fun ways to bring you guys into our board gaming world. And this was just a fun one to do for us. <laughs> so hopefully you guys had fun listening to it. There were a lot of people that we could not get to, uh, regulars in our game group that we love and we love playing with and we would have loved to have talked to, but we just couldn't fit everyone in in one episode. So this is just a sampling of some of the people in our group. Uh, we would love to hear back from you guys to let us know what you thought of this episode. 
As usual, you can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter at Roasted Games 1, Facebook at Roasted Games. You can also reach out to us on our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com. Find the Roasted Games tab, click on that. Then on our page, there is that comment form. Fill that out, send it off to us, and we would love to hear from you. So until the next one, thanks for listening. Bye.